Welcome to DLS Central. It's Damon coming to you from Clarkville Studios. We're talking NFL. We got some we got some NBA stuff. We got boxing and we got a little wrestling going on. So um let's dive right in. So NFL week five. Um great surprising in, in terms of uh some of the some of the games and how they went down. Uh, I really didn't expect the Chiefs to lose again. I thought they would they would be able to have a you know enough in the tank to be able to um, to take down Buffalo. But to me, that it just showed that this Buffalo team is different. Like they they they've they've got a different mindset. They're 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 more solid on the offense. They're stronger on defense. Um, I just I just felt like they they figured something out with the Chiefs too, which seems like uh, more teams are start are trying to figure out at least. Um, but they were a- actually able to to implement it and execute it. And the Chiefs this year is just, it definitely hasn't been their best year, but they just again they're they're beating themselves, and I think that's that's really the the outlier with the Chiefs. They're just they're beating themselves. They're they're a lot. You can look at. The reasons why they lost a lot of these games is just they're they're making mistakes and the other team isn't. And but if your other team, that's how you that's how you have to win against the Chiefs um, because of the fact that they just they're so powerful they can make up for a lot of mistakes. But you have like you have to capitalize on their mistakes. Even though it's week six, I'm really not concerned about the Chiefs just yet. I think if they're uh if they're still having these issues maybe in week 10, week 11, then I'll probably be like, "Okay, they're in trouble." Uh, but I just I still don't feel like they're in trouble yet. But time will tell um because that defense is is very very suspect and it it is causing the offense to I think try to uh, to do too much. And and they're taking their eye off the ball, and you know they're losing concentration and focus. So, um, it's it's a situation where they have to get under control. But the good news is, it's still early October, and so because it's early October, they still have, they have a lot of time um, to to shore up things and fix things. And so, but we're gonna. But let's let's get to the other games and so Rams and Seahawks. That game, I mean, that one was pretty was pretty interesting. I actually thought the Rams would do think I think I think I thought the Rams would do a lot better um than you know than um they did. It's like the Seahawks are in that game. Russell Wilson goes out, finger injury, it looked really gruesome. Um you know, but it yeah. It was it was really gruesome, and he ended up getting surgery. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks, um, but it's just man. But the Seattle they were they were still in the game. I mean, Geno Geno Smith came in. I didn't know he was. There were a couple of people that were tweeting like, I didn't know he was in the league. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know he was in the league. I mean, you know who I wasn't thinking about Geno Smith, uh, but I mean the man came in. 
and show that he can still play. And I think it's it's um it was it was refreshing to see him get another shot at NFL glory. Um, you hate I hated to see the pick that he made at the end, but it really wasn't his fault. There was a, there was some mistakes. Uh, the 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 receiver tripped on that one, but it just. You you can tell just I mean he's blurting expletives you know at the like on the sidelines is really really hard like almost inconsolable um, because I mean that was that was the game like they you know they had a shot and you know and it just didn't work out so I, I feel bad for uh, for Gino on that one but I mean it was a great game it was it was pretty pretty exciting to watch even with Russell going down I think if Wilson's still in this game the Seahawks potentially win it I mean and that that goes to show that the Rams even though they're four and one I think if if the right team catches them they can put chinks in their armor and so that was that was kind of like this uh, like watching this game Seahawks they're probably not going to make the playoffs. I just, I'm calling it now. I, I don't think this is a playoff year for Seattle. Um, they've got some things to shore up. Um, and it's, it's going to be probably rebuilding for a while, especially with the way that NFC West is looking. It's, it's a tough division right now. Um, and so whoever comes out of there, it, it's going to be hard fought. Right now, it looks like the Cardinals are going to come out of there. Um, but yeah, it's that that's a tough one. Um, Falcons, Jets, this game, London game, London games, I think are always kind of wacky and weird. Um, but this one was, this one was very weird. I mean, the Jets shouldn't have looked that good, but I mean, they, they were actually in position to potentially steal this one from the Falcons and the Falcons started out really great and, and I think Tariko mentioned. Uh, it, I don't know. Tariko wasn't there, but it was. It was a, one of the announcers that was calling the game. They were saying like, "Why does he? Why does Matt Ryan turn into this person? Like he he starts out great and then he just falls completely apart." And that we can see that narrative continuing to play itself. I mean, again, there's so many things that we can point to. I mean, it's the Falcons team as a whole that that's kind of like been their their mo as of late, where they they just have these great starts and then they just lose all semblance of what they're doing and and they're losing a lot of these games. I just think because it's the Jets, um, they were able to hang on and and figure something out to to uh, to keep to to get a win here, but. It's it's definitely not a win that you feel good about. I mean, a win's a win, but it's a win that I wouldn't feel like. Hey, all right, we we exercise some demons. It's like no, we still got some things to work out because this this game shouldn't have been close. Um, the Jets were frisky though; they were fighting. I think it was probably a better, um, it, it was a better game uh, for the Jets. I think from a uh, from a QB you know perspective, I think Zach Wilson, even though. He had 192 yards passing. He only had one interception this game. And so I think that's good for him. I mean, he, he was able to move the ball a little bit. And he made he had flashes where it's like, hey, I think Wilson's going to be okay. There were flashes in there um, where it's like, 
maybe it's a good idea that he's he's having to be thrown into the fire and and really try to and and, and make a lot of mistakes but learn from them and just come back stronger next game i mean he is it's not like there's he he has um the threat of being benched or anything unless he's just I think unless he just becomes totally, totally unplayable. But I just think they're giving the rookie a chance to just to to make his bones, to make his mistakes, and 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 we're able to really see what what he's made of. And I felt like in this game, he started he started showing some fight, started making you know started making some more competent decisions. I thought even though he had the one pick, I just thought it was a better game for him. Uh, all around, but yeah, the Jets they were frisky in this one, and I mean, but Falcons were able to pull it off. It's a game they should have won. They're two and three. Um, they they really needed that win. I just they're just such a sloppy team. My goodness. Another game to check out uh, that was great. Uh, Packers and Bengals. That thing was wild. I, that was a game that everybody was was talking about i mean they were talking about Bengals. i mean not Bengals. they were talking about browns chargers too um but man and of course ravens colts but good grief like this game was why and, and i i i, I tweeted like nobody wants to win this game <laughs> like nobody wanted to win it is there were so many missed kicks in this game it was it was beyond belief and I really thought the Bengals were gonna win it. Like they, it was like, oh wow, the Packers are actually gonna lose to the Bengals. I didn't see this coming at all. But then the guy misses the kick, and it's like, oh man. And you get right, and, and then it, I think in regulation it was like, oh man, they got like Rogers has twenty seconds or like twenty one seconds. He gets he gets the in field goal range. And they, and then the guy, then the field goal, the field goal kicker for Green Bay misses. I think it's just Crosby. He misses the kick, and I think the worst one was again the uh, the kicker for the Bengals. Guy, it's overtime. He kicks. He he makes the kick. He thinks that he's got it, and he's celebrating with his with his team. And but they're like, it's clearly no good, and. It took him a while to to kind of like get the re- the realization, and, but we could all see like, oh yeah, that's no good. But it, it's definitely got to be um, probably at the top of the of this year's bloopers uh, for for sports. It just argue it is is definitely got to if if it's not at the top, it's gonna be in the top five. Just it's got to be. But I mean, this, this week was plagued with so many missed field goals, mixed missed extra points that it, it it stirs up that argument of okay, why do we need kickers again in in football? Why, you know, why because they're and and because they're costing games because they're they're not making kicks and it's like this is your only job. <laughs> this is the only reason we you're on the team. This is the only reason we bring you in is to kick field goals. You're you know that that's what it's about. And you're missing them. It's like come on. Um and so some people are outraged. I, I think it's just it happens. Um but it's part of the new rules. Um and when you move the lines, the lines back. Um, I think from an extra for an extra point perspective, it's not a give me anymore like it used to be. Um, but 
again with these field goals, it's like they're able to make a long ones, but it's just it, it's tough when you have to put the you know your fate in the kicker. It, it's feast or famine, and for a lot of teams this week it was famine. So tough tough week for kickers. But Packers won this game. I mean, they served. They, I don't want to say they won. I feel like they survived it. Uh, that that's really what the Packers did. They survived the, the the Bengals. Which, if anything, from a from a silver lining perspective, if you're the Bengals, it's like yeah, we lost the game, but we we went toe to toe with the Green Bay Packers. Um, and we took them to overtime, and that's a that's a good team, um, and so that that I feel like that should give you a little bit of confidence uh, going forward if you're the Bengals. Like we're not we're not a terrible team. We've got a lot of fight. We can make we we can make it a game for most teams in the NFL, and so I I, I wouldn't feel bad if I'm the Bengals, but you you definitely are kind of gonna be peeved for a little bit because man, we had that game and we like like uh. The old, the old coach said, we let Dennis Edwards and we let him off the hook. <laughs> that's exactly what they did. Another team that let the other team off the hook, the Lions. Again, it's like you. this was going to be your first win in Minnesota against the Vikings. And you had it and then you blew it. Like 19 to 17, you lose on a made field goal. It just, that loss was heartbreaking for the Lions because it was like, oh, finally. And... From a, I think from a historical standpoint, it's always hard for the Lions to play Minnesota in Minnesota. So that would have been a really great win on a on a variety of levels, but they just, for some reason, they just they couldn't hold them off, and then you get this heartbreaking end. And I mean, and I feel bad for the coach. You know, he, I, I I've never seen a coach cry at a press at a press conference, like at a post, you know, post game interview. I mean, and, but the tears are real and and it's frustrating and, and I feel for them. It's like they fought hard and that, and that's what everybody's saying about this Lions team. Like they fight, like it, they, they, they really are trying is, I think it, it was something where with, um, when my Browns went 0-16, there were some games where it's like, man, you guys aren't even trying. It's like the Lions are trying um, but they just they can't get a win, and, and I hope this doesn't culminate. I mean, they're zero and five right now. I hope this doesn't culminate in another winless season for them, um, because it's just it, it's the type of thing where part of it was that that's how the zero and sixteen like thing happened because it's like they were in these games, but then they just couldn't win them. And you you lose winnable games, and you, then you get stumped by teams that are are elite. Um, but it's like for the Vikings, the Vikings aren't necessarily that much better than the Lions. It was just it was a tough it was a tough loss. And then and then when you look at who the Lions have to play, I mean they have to they kind of have to go now now they got to play Cincinnati, which is not a gimme. That that could in Cincinnati. That's going to be a tough game. Then they got to play the Rams. Then they got to play Philadelphia. Then they got to play Pittsburgh and Cleveland, 
in Chicago, Minnesota, Denver, Arizona, Atlanta, Seattle. I mean, the only... None of those games look like they're... They're like easy wins for the Lions. Like this schedule is kind of tough for them. Um, and so it is, I mean, they, I think they could, if they're going to win one, they probably would be able to steal one from Pittsburgh um, because Pittsburgh's really suspect right now. Even though, even though they won this week, I just feel like they're really suspect. Like you can catch them. They might be able to catch, to, 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 uh, to catch Chicago. Um, I mean, that game was, when they played Chicago you know, October 3rd, it didn't necessarily go great for them, but they may get up for that game and a little harder. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, and, and they'll be at home. They usually play Chicago better at home. Um, but we'll see about that. Um, and then, then they got to play Minnesota again. Uh, you know, that might be a winnable, that might be a win for them. Denver, maybe a win. They're at Denver though. So it's tougher, uh, you know, because you got to deal with the altitude. Um, maybe Atlanta. I've st- I would still look at Atlanta as being in the driver's seat in that game. Um, just because I think they can score, um, they they can do things with the ball. It's just I think if you're the Lions, you hope for a second half meltdown, like which seems to be Atlanta's calling card um, as of late. Um, but and then you got a Seattle team. I mean, if if Russell Wilson's back by then, they're probably not. Lions probably aren't going to win that game. I think you you probably have a shot if if Geno's in there playing. Um, then you got to play Green Bay, and they're not winning that game. Um, so it's 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 not a it's not a great a great schedule for them. It, it's pretty tough. It, there there are no easy wins. I don't believe for them in this season. Like it, it's going to be a dog fight. There are games that they could win, and definitely this Minnesota game was a one that they could win, and they I think they needed to win, um, but. There is a chance. There is a chance that they might go 0-16 again. Um, I don't want to see it happen, but there there is a world where this happens. When you, when you just look at their schedule realistically at the teams that they're matched up against. It's just none of those games are a gimme. I mean, the Eagles, you could say they, could win, they, they have a chance in that game, but, I mean, the Eagles push the Chiefs. And so it's like if they could put up points on the Chiefs like that, I mean, I just – I don't think the Lions' defense is much better than the Chiefs. So, and I, But the, I think the thing that that saved the Chiefs in that Eagles game was because they had Patrick Mahomes and, and, uh, and Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Um, but the Lions don't have that. I mean, they've got Jared Goff, but he doesn't have anybody that – that would scare the Eagles secondary, you know, to throw to. So I, I think that would negate that. So if it's in a, if they're in a battle, I'm picking the Eagles on that one. That's, that's just how that goes. But that's a look at their schedule. And I just, I just feel bad for this Lions team because they are fighting. They are trying. They're giving it their all. Um, you know, the coaches is, is in, you know, he, he really cares about, you know, making sure they're a good team. It's just, they're not a good football team, and I just feel for them. They're trying. They're they're fighting hard, but again, sometimes will 
isn't enough. You get you got to have some skill in there. You got to have some. You got to have some horses um, in order to to really pick up some wins. And so, um, yeah, I just man, I feel bad for the Lions. Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. Broncos, Steelers, Steelers win this one. I mean, they they look a little better. Um, you know, Big Ben was able to do a little bit more um, than he has in in previous games. I still don't think that um, that he's out of the woods yet. I mean, thank you. He didn't have an interception, um, and he and, and Denver. I just think that they they really weren't able to really do. Um, what other teams have been able to do against Big Ben, but he had a pretty solid game. Two touchdowns, 253 yards. I thought Bridgewater played okay, too. I mean, he you know he threw the ball. He had the same amount of touchdowns. He did have a pick, though. But uh, Denver, they're, they're, they're frisky. Um, I feel bad for for the Pittsburgh Steelers, though, because they lost they lost Smith-Schuster. I mean, he's probably done for the season. Um, it's just that that's a – that that's a tough loss for that team because they really need him as an offensive weapon um, in in regards to that. So that was, that was a tough, you know, a tough loss, but they really needed Ben to play better. And I think that he answered the bell this time, but I mean, they're still going to struggle. They they really are going to struggle, uh, especially because it's like everybody can tell he's just, He's not the same guy anymore, um, and and you you really can't. No one can really argue against that, and so to me, I I really do feel like we're watching the last um, Ben Roethlisberger year. You just you just want him to have more good games than bad games, um, and right now it's like before this one it was just. All the games have just been looking terrible <laughs> for for Big Ben, but you know maybe this is the start. Maybe as things get a little colder, um, you know, and he, and he settles in a little bit, maybe he'll be able to to have a little bit more success and look more like what we're used to seeing. Um, but time will tell. I just I just think this is his his farewell his farewell tour. Now Bucks just rolled over the Dolphins and. I mean it. 
it looked close. If you if you came in in the first quarter looking at this game, oh here the Bucks are gonna ha- are, are gonna be uh, in a dog fight against the Dolphins, but then in the second quarter they just went on a seventeen nothing run, and, the, and by halftime the game was over. They scored seven more points. They scored no touchdown. The, well, the Dolphins scored in the third quarter, and then the Bucks just scored twenty one points in the fourth quarter. I mean, Tom Brady threw five touchdowns. No interceptions, 411 yards passing. Um, I like Jacoby Brissett in the game. I didn't, I mean, it's just the Bucks just ran all over them. Like they just steamrolled them. But I mean, when you think about it from a talent perspective between the two teams, that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, Miami, I think historically has. I mean, when we think about uh, Miami versus New England, when Tom Brady was playing, Miami always seemed to give uh, them trouble. But Tom Brady on the Bucks, it's just it's a different story. Um, and Miami is just they had they didn't have any answers. I mean, Antonio Brown just went crazy on them. Two t- two touchdowns, 124 yards receiving. Fournette, you know, he did okay. He had 67 yards at touchdown. It's just the Bucks. They just, they killed him. I mean, and Tom, the man is 44 years old, throwing five touchdown passes. Like, he should be, he should, from what we're used to seeing, like, he should look like what Big Ben Roethlisberger looks like right now. Um, but he's, 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 there's a good chance he's going to the Super Bowl again. So, it, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, the Bucks just destroyed him. Um, now, the Saints, they beat Washington. I had a feeling this was going to happen. Um, the Saints, they're 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 coming around. I just I think they're suspect. I mean, I, I don't want to to make them favorites in most games just because I, I just feel like they're still unstable. But they they should beat this Washington team. I don't I don't really know if Washington has um like a I mean, they're they're going to be in these games. They're going to fight, but I just I feel like they're a middle of the road team. I, I don't know if they really have an identity, um, but it, they're they're going to be in games. I just I just think at this point they they don't have the personnel to to really win uh, a lot of close games or win games against uh, teams that are are competent. And so that that's really what it's going to come down to for them this year. Um, now, Eagles. They edged out the Panthers on this one. Again, like the Eagles, that's what, when I was talking about the Lions and that schedule, you look at the Eagles, I mean, yeah, this this is probably a game that they could potentially win, but the Eagles can move the ball. Um, they they can get down the field. They can put teams in compromising positions. And they beat the Panthers in Carolina. Um, I mean, I we, we thought the Panthers were looking good early, and you wouldn't want to write them off, but – They've definitely got some kinks to work out, um, but the Eagle, the Eagles edged that one twenty one eighteen. Titans Jags, that was kind of a yuck game, um, but the Titans took care of business. Um, that that's what they were supposed to do against the Jags. I think it, the the race to see who's the who's the more uh, who who's going to get the first win is going to be between uh, the Lions and the Jaguars. Um, because I mean, and I thought it was going to be the Jets. I thought the Jets were going to be the, the the worst. But I mean, it's 
the Jets were able to steal a win, I just again is who's gonna who's gonna go winless? There's a chance it could be the Lions. There's a chance it could be the Jags. There's a chance it could be both. Wouldn't that be a trip if there was a Owen? If there was a winless team in every like in both conferences this year, that would be a trip. I think that would be a story. Um, and I think if that happens, there should be like a game like during the playoffs where the Lions and the Jags play to see who can, <laughs> who who can get the win. Like I, I think both winless teams should play. Like if that was the case, both winless te- teams should play each other maybe at the end of the season just to see who can. So somebody's always got to go. Maybe like somebody's got to win a game this year. <laughs> To see who's gonna be uh, the the uh, the the winless team this season. I, to me, that would be interesting to watch. Um, it, it'd be fun, and maybe they get a trophy or something like that. Uh, it, it'd be cool. Now, Patriots uh, they beat the Texans. This game it could have went either way. I mean, they the Patriots. They aren't a crisp team. They're they're probably not making the playoffs this year. Um, I like Mac Jones. Um, I like the. I mean, the Patriots are frisky. They're going to be in most of these games. They're going to make it a fight. They're going to make it ugly. Um, but I think the the problem with Mac is is like he plays the game safe. He's not gonna he's not gonna take too many risks. But I mean, you you can't afford him to. So it's like Belichick has him in a pretty good system right now. But against this Texans team, they they just eked out a win. Which I think if you're a Patriots fan, you're glad to win, but you're not you're not happy at all, and it doesn't make you feel good to to beat the Texans by three in a game that could have gone either way. Um, if you're the Texans, you're probably just you're you don't care anymore um, because you know that they're they're going to be terrible. So it's just you're. You're you're not thinking play. It's like you're already crossed them out of the playoff hunt. But uh, that was that that was I think a closer game than it probably should have been. But Patriots got the win. Now this is a game I didn't expect. The Bears beating the beating up on the Raiders. I didn't expect this. I actually thought the Raiders were gonna um were were gonna stretch them out and and, and take this one. But um, a lot of miscues. Oh, on on both sides of the ball for the Raiders and uh, the Bears, just they ate them up. And um, I mean, I I, I like the de- the development of Justin Fields, and it, it has to continue. Um, but I mean, because I think everybody is rooting for Justin to succeed. I I really do love the Bears defense. I think it, their defense is really tough, and th- and that's really their identity is just their ferocious defense. And so it's like if they can have an offense that actually gives the defense a break that can um even if they if they um like they struggle to score a variety of touchdowns if they can control if they can put together drives and control time of possession um I think that they can they can make enough of these games early to where it's just it's a fight to score on the bears because it is. I mean, they've got a strong pass rush, and then that opens up opportunities for them to make other plays. If they can control the clock and really move the ball and use up some game clock, I think it'll make it even worse for teams, uh, especially since they don't really have a high-powered offense. Uh, but that, to me, that's something that um, the Bears can work on. But it was good to see them get a win. Browns-Chargers, this game broke my heart because it's totally – 
the type of game that the Browns would lose historically. Um, I mean, everybody's saying, oh, the ref screwed them. I I mean, yeah, there's there's truth to that, but I mean your defense gave up forty seven points. Like you 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 had chances to win this game. And so it's like it's to me it's a cop out to to blame the refs for why you lost. It's like because you, you had the Chargers in, in numerous situations uh, where you could have ended this game. And we, when I turned it on it was when I looked at it, it was like twenty seven thirteen Browns. And so to me the Browns lost this one because they took their it's like they, they let the Chargers come back and they didn't they didn't clamp down on them from a defensive standpoint. They were playing great. Um this you know twenty seven to thirteen, that's what you want as a as a Cleveland Browns fan. That's what you want to see your Browns put up. That's a good game. Because I remember they were struggling to score to score 14 points um, in decades past. So it was refreshing to see that. But, I mean, for them to give up that much and, and everybody talking about the, the the refs, no, they they could have won this game at, at several moments and, you know, they blew it. Um, and everybody's talking Baker's this and Baker's that and, you know, and, uh, and I can't really argue with what they're saying, because the, the, the story on Baker is it's like he's not a terrible quarterback, but they're saying he's limited. Like a lot of fans, a lot of people are watching the game and a lot of analysts, everybody's saying, like, hey, you know, he's not a terrible quarterback, but he's just he's not going to get the Browns where they need to be. He's not he's not going to to get them over the hump as a quarterback. And some feel that in. You kind of almost can't argue with it, that they're winning in spite of him because they do have a great running tandem. They've got a really strong defense. I think they've got a good receiving core, but it's like all those is like Baker's more of a facilitator than he is a leader of the team. That's what people feel. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's competent. I think he. I think he. He can lead the team, but I also feel like. And again, like in order for the chatter to stop, he's got to beat good teams. And that to me, that's that's going to be the test for him. Can he beat the Chiefs? Can he beat the Chargers? Can he beat uh, the the Ravens? Um, and and he's got to and he's got to face the Charger. I mean, Chargers, the Cardinals um, this Sunday. Can he? Can he lead the Browns to a win? Can he win in a shootout situation? He 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 couldn't beat Justin Herbert. Herbert had this what had a, an extra bullet in the holster, um, and Baker couldn't match it. Um, and that that's really going to be the story. It's like can he beat good teams with his arm? Can he make the throws that need to be made at the right time? Um, not not um, just at regular parts of the game, but when it matters, when when the game's on the line, when you gotta have a play to 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 save the game, to to overcome the other team's defensive onslaught. When you when you need it, can he deliver? And the answer for more for most people right now is no. And he's. He likes to lash out. He likes to kind of like jump and clap back at people 
for for talking on them, but they're just they're they're just analyzing what they see when he plays, and it just when when you need a big moment, he he's. He just hasn't delivered against the elite teams, and until he does that, people are going to talk. And to me, it's it's not his job to clap back at people that are talking. It's his job to to win, um, and and win, winning silences all chatter. Winning is a great perfume. Uh, winning is what cements you. Winning is what proves your case. Winning is what makes. It is what makes people a believer, and he's got to win. But it was a great game. Make you feel it was the game of the week, and it could be a potential candidate for game of the year. It just it it was great. Um, Browns Chargers. It was everything you wanted to be. Both both teams have this 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 stigma of just finding creative ways to lose competitive games, and it just it's it's the Chargers time I think right now um, to to win more of these games and hats off to them. Uh, I want my Browns to come back. They fought, they fought really hard. They played good. It just Chargers are just better. But now they got another chance. They got another tough team coming up. Uh, we're going to talk about the Browns schedule uh in a moment, but um but it's they'll they'll be okay. It, it's as long as they learn from the experience. Now, Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys rolled over the Giants and I mean, I th- this is a game they should win. The Giants aren't good, and they 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 lost more key players um, to to injury during the game. I mean, Saquon goes down, uh, sprained his ankle pretty bad, uh, so he's going to miss a little bit of time. And then Daniel Jones gets concussed uh, trying to you know to 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 make a gutsy play. If you're a quarterback, it's like you just you have to protect yourself. I mean, but he put his body out there. Um, you got to admire his, his 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 courage to try. And that was he he got shellacked. And I mean, the Cowboys they were just rolling all cylinders all cylinders in Jerry World. Um, so that that was a good game for the Cowboys. They're definitely leading that division, and and I think it's theirs. The the NFC East is theirs to lose. Um, so they'll. I think they'll be a playoff team this year. I don't know how far they'll go, but the Cowboys are going to be in the playoffs this year. Cowboys are are competent, and uh, you know, I'm, I, if they beat a a a contender, a, a team that we consider really good, I'll say that they're a good team. But I, I still need to see more to see to to say they're a good team. But I, they're definitely competent. They're definitely. Um, have have some horses and they and they took care of business against the Giants, which they should have done, which which kind of checks a box. Now Cardinals, the thing that gives me hope against in this game versus when they come when they play the Browns in Cleveland is the fact that the five and zero Cardinals struggled against the two and three Forty Niners, like. I mean, they they came in the game. Cardinals four and zero, ers two and two, but with the, what the Niners are dealing with, I mean, Jimmy G's injured. They're trying out a new quarterback. Um, the Niners, I mean, they're they're a frisky team. They're tough, um, but I don't see them really going anywhere. Versus where the Cardinals, they're definitely looking like a playoff team. Um, and could get a bye potentially, um, but. Is just something where for 
for them to struggle and 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 win this game 17 to 10, it gives me hope that the Browns can actually beat the Cardinals cuz if they can beat the Cardinals, I think that'll give them some respect. Um and, and people will will legitimize um the Browns I think a little bit more. They it's like the people are respecting the Browns say, "Oh yeah, they're, you know, they're a contender." Um but they're a light contender. They're not. I don't think people are looking at the Browns as a major contender um, in the wake of the Chargers. I mean, the Chiefs are still there. Um, you know, the uh, who's another team in the AS? The Bills, like teams like that. Like I don't Ravens. They're not putting them in that tier. Um, but if they can beat the Cardinals, which they're. I mean, they're the only undefeated team in the league right now. I think that will say a lot about the Browns, but that's going to be a good matchup going forward. Cardinals won this one. It was a little tough for them, but um, they, they were able to squeak it out. The Niners are, are, are uh, um, they're a physical team. They're a competent team. They just, I just think that they don't have enough to get them over the hump. Now, Bills Chiefs, again, like I talked about earlier, I started with this one. I mean, it was, it it was, a crazy game because you had the weather issue and the rain delay and um but I mean the Bills they just they jumped out ahead of them and they never they never looked back like the Chiefs could never get control of the game and the Bills just rolled on them um and if you're the Chiefs they're sitting at 2 and 3 they got looking they got looking in the mirror I, th- I again I, I think they'll be okay but They've got to have they got to have a better October if they're going to turn it around. Like October and November if they're going to make people believers again. Um, I mean, people are still believers, but they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and then of course the Ravens. I mean, a thriller in Baltimore. Colts came to play in that game, um, but Lamar Lamar turned it up and and just amazed people and and people were saying, oh. Lamar silenced critics that he can, you know, he can win with his arm. Um, and, I mean, he scored four touchdowns, 442 yards uh, passing, 62 yards on the ground. I mean, Lamar was doing it all, running and passing. As much as I want to say, you know what, I agree. Lamar is, he, he can pass, and he can throw the ball. He can make plays. I also want to say, well, it's against the Colts, um, and so, but he 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 won a game against the Chiefs too. But I, I want to, I, I still need to see a, a slight bit more. Um, can can he be consistent with his arm, um, as much and, and not have to rely on his legs so much? It's like because ultimately, with his speed, we know that he can run. It should be a lingering threat that he can pull out at at, at points to really take advantage and and, and compromise the defense um, rather than have to rely on it um, because the the, uh, the Ravens have no real running game. Um, but if he can make the throws like he made against the uh, against the Colts consistently against other teams, then I think you have a problem because if a play breaks down, it's like. Okay, he can he can make the pass that 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 you need him to make, and 
it, he can also hurt you and, and compromise you in situations. So that that would make him unstoppable. Um, but I, I want to see a little bit more before I say, okay, yeah, he's he's consistently um, just a a you know a complete quarterback, and that that's really what we want him to be uh, is a complete quarterback. And he's getting there. He's making a lot of progress. I just I still want to see more, especially against um, even like I mean he he. He he stole a game from the Chiefs, I think, in a in a really good thriller game. But now we also want to see him if he can do that against Buffalo. Oh yeah, and and I mean those Browns games, Ravens Browns. I think those are going to be really good tests as well because uh, they got to play twice. So yeah, I want to see him get if he can run through those and, and do the same thing he did against the Colts. Hey, argument's over. Lamar is unstoppable, and he should be the MVP. So. That's the recap, um, but yeah, a lot of great games on week five. Okay, so looking at the Browns' schedule um, going forward, I see them being an eleven and six team like this year, I, because there's definitely games that they should win, and so um, from that, that, that's why I have them looking at eleven and six. They could be their record could be better, um, but it could also be worse. It just depends on. Just how they play. If they play good, disciplined football, um, then I really think they could do do uh, this well or even better. Um, but if they if they lose games, they should win. I think they'll 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 mess themselves up. So going into Arizona, I actually look at them losing this one. Um, just because again, I you know Arizona they're they're five and zero. Oh, they're looking they're looking good. Um, I mean, they they struggled against again, like I said before, they struggled um, against the Niners, but they won that game. I just think that um, because the Chargers they put up forty seven on that Browns defense, it could be a similar show um, if they don't shore up those holes um, that they had. I mean, I think they had some. I mean, they probably had some guys out, but still, it's. You, you can't count on the offense to, to bail you out when you're giving up that many points because eventually something's going to break. But, uh, yeah, I got this one as a loss. They could prove me wrong. I mean, I think the Cardinals, they they can beat the Cardinals. But I, just, I just don't have a good feeling about it, um, even though we are playing at home. But I don't know if our home field advantage really means anything. Like, they got to build that up. Like, I, for – it, for so long, it hasn't really meant anything. So um, it, it's going to be a while before I say, hey, you know, we're playing at home. That matters. Um, but, yeah, it, it doesn't matter yet. So we, we got to build up some equity. Uh, Denver, we can win that game. Pittsburgh, we can win that. Cincinnati, that's going to be a tough one, um, especially the way Cincinnati's playing. But I think that we can win it. Um, New England, we can win it. Detroit, we can win that game. Uh, Baltimore, we play Baltimore twice. It's like we we play Baltimore, then we have a bye, and then we have <laughs> Baltimore again. Um, we need to get one of those games. I pick that we don't win either one um, because I just I feel like like Le, Lamar Jackson is just a bad matchup for the Browns for a variety of reasons. He especially for what he showed with the Colts. Like if he can make those passes consistently, um, 
and he can kill us with his feet. Like it's gonna be hard to to for our defense to be able to to cover all those threats. And so um, I just I don't like that matchup. I think the the Ravens are gonna beat them twice. Um, but it would be great if they can steal one of those games. That would be awesome, and I think that would really help them, especially since it's a division game, um, and it's a rivalry. It's it's the uh, it, the Ravens are who are 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 what the Browns used to be. So there's always gonna be kind of like that implanted rivalry there. Um, but yeah, I, I see Baltimore. Baltimore winning those games. Vegas, with with things going on now since Gruden is gone, I really do think that that's put them in disarray. Um, I don't see them, um, and seemingly kind of like with their drop off and play, I just I don't see the uh, the Raiders like um, beating the Browns. I just think they have other things to to uh, to focus on. Um, but it is definitely a game that the Browns could win. Green Bay, I got that as a loss just because it's Green Bay is just hard. <laughs> Green Bay is a hard team to play. I mean, it, I think that we can make it a game. I think it's going to be close. Bengals gave them a game, but again, it's it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers. And I don't even know if the Browns have ever beaten Aaron Rodgers. I I, I need to look up the stats on that. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's I don't yeah I don't like the fact that they have to play Green Bay. I think that's a game that that they're going to that they're going to lose, they're going to play well in, but it's just not going to go in their favor and it'll probably be a frustrating game. Um I know the Bengals fans are really frustrated because it's like, man, Rodgers got us again. Um but I mean, they were trying to the, the Packers are trying to give them that game too, but it's just it's hard to 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 beat the Packers. Um, so I'm giving I'm giving them a loss on that one. We can beat Pittsburgh. I'm still put I'm putting a W on both of those, which is rare because I, I always felt like for a while like Pittsburgh was in our head, um, like it was a mental thing uh, with with playing the pit, with playing the Steelers. Um, even when their team wasn't that good, it just felt like they just had a mental edge, and they and they proved it. Uh, when they played us, they just they played tougher. They knew how to how to uh, to to get us out of what whatever we wanted to do. Um, and then and then we end the season against Cincinnati. I got that down as a W again. I just think Cincinnati is is going to is going to be a tough game and there is a chance they could steal one of those games. So I think we could we could I feel like we're going to finish the year 11 and 6 based on my my uh my forecast here, but we could very well be, you know, 12 in five or thirteen and four, or we could be, uh, you know, ten and seven, or maybe even nine and eight. I mean, it's it 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 could go a lot of different ways. So that that those are my picks. Uh, well, though that's my look at the Brown schedule. I'm hoping that it's eleven and six or better, um, because that should get us a berth in the playoffs. Um, probably wild card, but that that should get us in. Um, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch. I think their schedule is a, is works out for them better than when I looked at the Lions' schedule. I mean, their schedule is brutal. Um, I don't see. I mean, they again they could go 
Owen 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 sixteen Owen seventeen again. They they really could, um, you know, just look into schedule. But the Browns, they they've got a good chance of making the playoffs. Hi everybody, Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter: Moving from Instability to Stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. Week six NFL picks. So here's here's what I'm thinking is going on this weekend. So Thursday night we got Tampa Bay. Uh, that that's my pick for uh for Thursday night. It is Tampa Bay. I know they're playing the Eagles in Philly. Um, and so I'm they Tampa rolls. Um, but the Eagles are I, I think they're gonna put points on the board again. The Eagles are two and three, but they they're feisty. They will fight, and just like they gave the the uh, the Chiefs a challenge until Tyreek just went crazy, I think the Bucks um, will take care of business. But the Eagles will challenge them a little bit because the Bucks aren't necessarily like rock solid on defense either. So um, it's, it's going to be a scoring affair. I think Jalen Jalen Hurts can put up points, but. Uh, ultimately, I think the Bucks are going to win this one. I'd be surprised if the Bucks lose uh, to Philly. It could happen, um, but I'd be pretty surprised. And so the Battle of Miami. <laughs> well, not Battle of Miami, but the battle, a Florida battle going on. Um, Jacksonville at home uh, hosting the Dolphins. I got the Dolphins winning this one. Um, I just think they're slightly better. Um but this is a game I think if that that's there to win for the Jags is if they play it right, they can get their first win. It just depends on the type of uh, like headspace they're in. If they can come in and execute and not make mistakes. Um, if Trevor Lawrence can turn it on, I think that this is probably uh, the one of their, their winnable games. If, if they can't win this one, then it, it may be tough for them uh, going forward, uh, but we gotta uh, we'll we'll see. But I, I think the uh, the Dolphins will end up edging them out because I just feel like they're a slightly like they're a slightly better team. Packers and Bears. I like 
the Packers here, but it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be close because the Bears aren't terrible either. Their, I mean, their defense is is solid and has been solid, and so I think it it may give the Packers some uh, some problems. I mean, the Bengals were giving the Packers fits in some in some aspects, and they're on the road in in Chicago. Um, I'm I'm going I'm going Packers, but it's gonna be close. I think it. it I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears. Would be able to win it, but I think the Packers take this one. I mean, this is a this is a classic rivalry um, between these teams. It's a it's a uh, it's a division game. I mean, it kind of it kind of um, like if the the Bears are the Packers' only competition in that division right now. So um, it it could be pretty interesting if if the Bears can pull off a win here. Um, Bengals Lions again. Not, I don't think the Lions will win. I think they'll make it a game, um, but just the I like the Bengals. Like the they're they're feisty. I mean, I'm not not a Bengals fan because I'm a Browns fan, um, but I, I do like what the the style of play that uh, you know that they're bringing this year. Um, Burrow is a is a stud, and and they've got they got playmakers. So. I just think it's going to be a tough one. Uh, I don't think the Lions win, um, but they're again they're at home. Hopefully, they play with some heart, um, like they've been playing, but uh, and minimize mistakes. And who knows, they may be able to surprise them. But I, I got Cincy on this one. Texans going to play the Colts in Indianapolis. I got the Colts. Um, I think mean, Colts are better than Texans. If you know the the Colts. Gave the Ravens a challenge, and they they can beat the Texans. Texans really have no threats, so I, I'm going Colts here. Uh, Rams Giants. I'm going Rams definitely um, because the Giants are are banged up and they and they they've lost Saquon, so it's just it's really gonna be hard for the Giants to to really do any damage, uh, and the Rams are looking to. You know, to to continue to to rack up wins, so they can get a good foothold on the division. I think this so it, it may be an easy win for the Rams, um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Chiefs playing the Washington Football Team. I think this is definitely a game the Chiefs should win and need to win. Both teams are two and three. Chiefs need this game a lot um, so that they can you know they can play catch up, and so. Um, if I'm Washington, uh, it, I know that it, it is going to be tough to stop those guys. Um, I don't think they'll have an answer for Tyreek, but we shall see. Again, the only the other the only team that can really beat the Chiefs is themselves, um, and that's why they've been losing. Is because they they've been beating themselves, but they should be able to beat uh, Washington, Vikings and Panthers. These teams, I feel like this game could go either way. I feel like both teams match up okay with each other. Um, I want to say the Panthers have the edge here. I just feel like they're slightly more organized. Um, but the Vikings, Vikings aren't slouches. It's just um, they they've got some holes that they need to to patch up. But I, I think Carolina takes this one. Ravens at Chargers, man. This one is gonna be good. I like I wanna see this one. <laughs> because you got two you you've got again, if we get another quarterback battle, like we you know, we've been getting these good quarterback battles. So um it's 
I'm giving the edge to man. I'm giving the edge to the Ravens. I have to say the Ravens because I just feel like with Lamar being the dual threat that he is to run and pass, I don't know if the Chargers can can handle all of that. The Browns put up put up uh what 42 on them. So if the Browns put up 42 on them, I feel like the Ravens could really do some damage too. But I mean, it could the Chargers are just so tough. Like, I mean, they they can get anything they want seemingly on offense lately. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, a back and forth affair. I just have the Ravens edging out. That one's going to be fun to watch. As is this one. My Browns are hosting uh, the Cardinals in Cleveland. Going Cardinals. I know. I, I, have, I have to be objective. <laughs> um, and so from an objective standpoint, I just, I don't know if the Browns can stop this offense. Um and be able to to put up enough points to combat what they do. I just I feel like if it goes in a back and forth shootout, um, just like last game where they, where we played the Chargers, it just seems like these teams like that have high power offenses they can just make one more play that we can't make, and when we really need to get a stop, we can't get a stop. Um, and so that's the to me that's kind of where the Browns are right now. Um, I I want them to prove me wrong, um, and I and I want them to beat the Cardinals. I just I just don't have a good feeling about it. So I'm going Cardinals on that one. But it's gonna be a great to watch. Raiders Broncos. This is a good rivalry game. Um, a West uh, a AFC West battle. I'm going. Man, this game could go either way. I want to go Broncos just because. The Raiders are dealing with the loss of John Gruden. Um, you know, he he resigned as as coach uh, because of uh, of things that were unearthed um, regarding his his uh, race, like some racial comments that he made in emails um, and other things that he's done. Um, I guess over the years um, that have surfaced that have really painted him in a bad light, and so. Um, he's decided to resign and, and more likely his career as a coach in the NFL is probably over. I mean, what, for what he said, it was, it was pretty rough from a, um, racial perspective and the, where we are in society now, like if you make a, a comment like that and, you know, like a racist comment or a homophobic comment is like, or any other kind of comment like that that goes against kind of like society, the what the what the standards are now in, in regards to society um you're it's, it's gonna be hard for you to maintain a you know to main like maintain any kind of career uh probably especially in a public spotlight um so more likely his career is over um but I mean, hey, you just hope we help we save this money. <laughs> um, but yeah, that so dealing with that, I feel like the Raiders are are gonna have to um like they're gonna have too many distractions to be able to really lock in and focus on um on the game that they have. And it's 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 on the road in Denver, so 
Um, it's just I, I don't see the Raiders being the Broncos with all this stuff going on. If they do, I'd be surprised, but I just I don't see it happening uh, to you know the, this upcoming Sunday. So going Broncos on that one. Cowboys Patriots. This is another game where the Cowboys should win. I mean, they're playing they're playing in Gillette though, um, in New England weather. It's it, it's October, so I mean it, it's probably starting to get a little a little windy, a little breezy, a little fally. <laughs> uh, we're we're middle of September now, so I mean middle of October now, I should say. So it's. I think uh, the Cowboys, they're you know they may have to deal with some weather issues. We'll see, but it'll be interesting to see how they play. Um, I expect them to win, um, but I think the Patriots they aren't a terrible team. I mean, the, if they play smart, I think they could really. Um, and, and because Belichick is a good coach, I think they'll they'll try to figure out things to try to neutralize what they like to do best uh, to the best of their ability. Uh, but I, I expect Cowboys to be able to win this game. Seahawks Steelers on Sunday night football on NBC. Okay, I'm tripping. <laughs> so this game, I guess the debate could be because both teams really are are uh, in interesting positions. It, Seahawks, like both teams are two and three, not really looking great. Uh, you know, you got Ben trying to recover his former luster and glory, and you got the Seahawks who are without Russ, and you've got and, and Geno Smith is at the helm. I mean, it's an interesting game, um, but at the same time, there could be an argument made that hey, maybe you could move, you could you could switch this one with Chargers Ravens. <laughs> Or uh, or Browns Cardinals, you could do that. Or um, I mean Packers Bears. I don't want to see that. I don't think anybody wants to see that. I just feel like that's not going to be a a exciting game to watch. But um, but yeah, you could do one of those. Like uh, like they could have they could have did Chargers Ravens or or Cardinals Browns on Sunday Night Football, but. I mean, it, it's fine because you can do a whole lot of Ben Roethlisberger stuff, a whole lot of Steelers, you know, different things. And then it was the Seahawks could talk about different things. So it's not a bad matchup on Sunday night. But, I mean, it's definitely a game that could have got flexed for one of the probably more high-powered offensive battles that you may be able to see. And But I guess for the game, I picked Seattle. And so... I went Seattle because I just feel like I, I I don't like the way the Steelers are playing. I just I feel like I, the Seahawks are slightly better than the Steelers. The game could go either way, so I could definitely be wrong on this one. They're in Pittsburgh, uh, so it's a road game. But I just I feel like the Seahawks will win this one. It's a it, 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 when you think about it, it's a rematch of the uh, of a Super Bowl. In which the Steelers beat the Seahawks, uh, but yeah, it's, I, I see this. I see the Seahawks winning this one. So Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 
<laughs> right, I love those. I love the football tunes. Um, and so we got Bills Titans. Definitely going Buffalo on this one. I mean, I want to give the Titans more of a stronger billing because they they can win. They do. I mean, Derrick Henry is just a beast, and they can do things. I just they're they're so uncoordinated. Like they're just a weird team. The Titans are, um, and they don't always play up to the talent that they have. Or or and it, and it, they they start slow and then they kind of like come on late. And wear teams down as the game progresses, but I don't think they'll be able to do that against this team. Like Buffalo's running on all cylinders this year, and so I, I just don't see Tennessee being able to beat them. I mean, with the one thing that I feel like they have in their favor is they do have one of the best running backs in the game, um, and they're at home, and so uh, they, you know, they got the Bills coming at them on the road and. But I, I feel like the Bills are going to win this one. So uh, that's that, those are my picks for week six. Uh, let me know who you got. Uh, so, you know, you can do that. Uh, I usually post things in, in Twitter or, um, you know, in other message boards. So just let me know what you got, uh, who you're going with, and we'll see what happens. Now, the Falcons, the Saints, the Jets, and the Niners have a bye week. So, uh, we don't see them. I think all those teams need it or have a much needed break. Uh, they need to kind of like retool and figure some things out. Um, especially the Jets. I think the Jets got beat up on the worst out of those four teams. So they really, they really needed to break to kind of like just get their head on straight. And, you know, but um, I feel like the Falcons did too. Like they really needed that because of, They've coming out. They're coming off. So again, some, some, some situations where they they won games, but it was it wasn't necessarily a, a pretty win. And then they lost games that were just, you know, disastrous. So the, the, these four teams, they they're in much need of the bye. So uh, hats off to them. But those are my week six NFL picks. Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books. And one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones. Teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way. One of the highlights of the weekend was that uh, that Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder fight. I mean, it just it went back and forth. It was a a lot of people like I mean just are raving about it, calling it a classic, and it really was. It was. It w- it wasn't a technical boxing match. I mean, it was it was a fight. It was a slugfest, and I mean, both guys got knocked down multiple times. 
And so it's like when, when Wilder started out hot and then, you know, Fury kind of like, you know, took advantage of Wilder's wildness. Um, even though Wilder was trying to have a different approach and, you know, and, and add more, more, uh, more, uh, like, I guess, punches to his arsenal, like the, the setup one, two, um, and, and go to the body, but, you know, and he had Fury. He, you know, he hit Fury with some good shots, but Fury was able, he's the, he's a better boxer. He was the call, you know, and so he was able to take advantage of Wilder's weak points and start tagging him and he dropped him. So he, he dropped Wilder first. And then Wilder gets up and then they say, Oh no, Wilder's in trouble. And then he knows he messed around and drops Fury twice. And then, you know, Fury comes back and drops Wilder uh, later on in the fight. And it, it just, it was crazy. And so finally in the 11th round, uh, Fury finishes it with a really, really strong barrage. I mean, just, I mean, Fury's the man. You you can't say, I mean, he's the best heavyweight in the game right now. He's undefeated. No one, no one can say that they've beaten Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder is the only one. Who can say they they've took him to a draw, um, but Fury's beating everybody else, and I mean there's you you have to that is like that means something, and when you look at his his physique, he doesn't look like he should be able to beat. Um, he he shouldn't be. He looks like he shouldn't be able to beat anybody. I mean. That is, that that is like that was that was crazy, um, but it's like Fury's the man. He's the heavyweight champion for a reason, and I feel like the next fight, you know, I want to see I want to see what he what he looks like against Anthony Joshua. I think Joshua's a, a, a more technical boxer, like Joshua. Can box a little bit. I think the the problem with with Joshua is um, is the fact that I feel like he just loses concentration. Like and and, and that's what causes him to lose the ground and, and and suffer knockdowns in these fights. I just think that he he loses concentration because he's got the tools. Um, he's he's a you know great physique. Looks to be in shape. You know um, the, I. I I never really feel like he comes in out of shape. It just seems like he just have has lapses <laughs> at the wrong times and loses fights that you know you probably feel like he shouldn't. But he's got a lot of tools in his arsenal, and so I I feel like if he fights um, Fury, it's going to be a a different kind of fight because both guys are more a uh, boxer centric. So it, it is probably going to be more of a sweet science uh, sort of a fight rather than a just a, a, a slug fest <laughs> like you're going to fight with Deontay Wilder because that's that's the way you have to beat Wilder. You just you have to you have to take it to him and out slug him um, and he can he's a tank. He can he can take a lot of punishment, um, but it's just his his inability um, to to have like because Wilder doesn't have a whole lot of uh, technique. If you're a if you're a skilled boxer, 
you can really pick him apart. Um, you just have to take advantage of his weaknesses and withstand his power. Um, cause that's the scary thing about water. He's got power in both hands and he can end the fight at any moment. Um, it's just the thing with fury is he's, it's like he can just absorb punishment and then come back and <laughs> and take it and add it back to you. It's, 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 he's one of those guys where it's like you knock him down twice. It's like, what do I have to do to beat this guy? Um, and that that's exactly what happened. But um, but Wilder, yeah, he's he's down and out. We probably won't see him for a while um, because he's got a broken a broken finger um, and he's got to also recover uh, from the damage that you know he suffered from that fight. I mean, cause Fury is catching him with some, with some brutal head shots. I mean, he, 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 he fought like a warrior. You got to give it to, uh, to Wilder for hanging in as long as he did. Um, but again, he just, his best wasn't good enough. Um, uh, but again, I, as even though he hung in, I mean, he was gassed after the fourth round, which is a problem. It's like, you're, yeah, you're a power fighter, but you want to train your body to be able to to deal with twelve rounds of 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 championship boxing. If you're gassed after the fourth round, then that's a problem. And to me, it's not just on him from a conditioning standpoint. That's on your trainer. His, his trainer has to be embarrassed. Like, man, I could have did more to be able to to get him ready to go into the later rounds. It's like, yes, you're he's a knockout artist and he probably thought like both guys, you know, him and Deontay probably didn't think it was gonna go that long, but you have to prepare for that. You have to prepare for all situations. And for him to just be spent after the fourth round, that that's again, that's not just bad conditioning on Wilder's part. Um but that's I, f- I feel like that's a deficiency uh, from a training perspective. And so I think going forward, they really do need to strengthen Wilder's stamina um, and, and and continue to polish up other techniques so he doesn't so he doesn't just shoot all these cannons and then he he has nothing left for when it goes into the later rounds. Because, again, it's like, yeah, he was a warrior. But he took a lot of damage, and he could have short. And he more likely he may have shortened his career a little bit, especially since he started late from a boxing perspective. So, moving forward is is is, is going to be interesting to see the the path that both fighters uh, take. How long will will Tyson Fury stay on top? Uh, will you know? Will anybody knock him off? Uh, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, he's got some the, the heavyweight title picture does have life um and so i think there are a lot of other boxers um that that could pose well not a lot but there are some boxers that could pose a challenge to him in the heavyweight division so there is a resurgence heavyweight wise i just it's going to be interesting to see who who will be the one uh, if anyone uh to to knock fury off of the throne and I know Canelo and uh, Plant are, you know, they're coming up. Their fight's coming up soon. Um, and so it's, you know, boxing is is great. I mean, it's, it's I know it's box, the, the, uh, the, the sport of boxing is kind of taking a, a bit of a hit just because 
of the outcome of some of these fights and just the fact that it takes so much to get us a fight that we want to see um, for the for the guys that are, are that are fighting, especially in certain divisions. So um, but th- I think th- this the fight between Wilder and Fury reminded us of why we enjoy watching boxing and, and what makes it fun. So that was that. And um, just briefly, some uh, some NBA things. Kyrie, uh, they, you know, the, the ruling came down. So Kyrie cannot play, you know, for the Nets until he's vaccinated. Um, and I know every there there's there's different sides to it. Um, you know, the there there's some that are saying, oh, you know, he's he's a fool and. You know, he just needs to, to get vaccinated and go play. And others is like, hey, man, he just it's his choice and he has the right to do what he wants to do. And, you know, and, and exercises beliefs. And, and there's some that are, you know, that are feel like, hey, man, it's a. It's like both sides have have arguments. Um, and for Kyrie, uh, I know there were reports that he's saying, hey, is not so much that I'm anti-vaccine as much as I am. He, he, it sounds like he's not anti-vaccine. He's just he's anti-mandate. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a situation where you're forced to take it, or and people make you feel bad about not taking it. That that's where. Um, that that's where I think Kyrie is about it. Like it shouldn't affect your ability to earn a living. Um, you shouldn't lose your job, or you shouldn't be, you know, you you shouldn't be able to go in certain places, or or be mandated or restricted um, just because you're not vaccinated. And and that that's that's where Kyrie's at. But I mean, with this with this climate. You know, it's his argument is definitely, um, definitely against the grain, um, because again, I mean, you know, the the vi- the the COVID nineteen you know uh, virus has really, um, really affected the world, not just you know the U.S., but it's affected the world, um, and you know people are people are dying from it, and I think that's the. You know that's the real part of it. It's like it's because it. I think when when people do get COVID, it creates, um, it, it awakens other pre-existing issues that you know may be lying dormant or are already going on, and it just it makes it hard for the immune system to to, to combat all of that. Um, but and so that that's the the realness about it. And people are you know people are concerned. They want to protect their loved ones, and so that's why. Um, you know, the vaccine, you know, talk about it is, is so important. It's like, hey, it's not a cure all. It's just it just prevents you from just getting dead uh, as a result of contracting it. Um, it's not that you can't get it. It's just it won't take you out uh, or, or it won't be as deadly as it would be if you didn't get it. And, you know, there are a lot of people that are that are skeptical of it because of the quickness of how it was, of how it came about, and just the the push for it. Some people are like, "Man, you know, what's the push for? Like, why are they trying so hard? Like, why are they on people so bad? Why are they, you know, 
giving making people make a decision uh, over this and you know and we don't know really what's in it and you know people don't trust the government and there's all the, you know there's conspiracy theories and you know all kinds of different things um and everybody has to has to you know make their own determinations as to where they want to go and i mean and there are there are consequences you know to you know there is like there's there's consequences to um to not taking it um there's you know but i think the main thing is whether vaccinated or unvaccinated we all still need to make sure that we're that we're loving one another and that we're being kind and that we're and that we're not vilifying um you know one another whether we you know have the vaccine or not um and so that's the i think that's the main thing it's just our our discourse about the vaccine i think sometimes can be so combative as a society that we we make something more than it really should like it's like we're it it becomes other things like it it becomes almost like warish <laughs> in a sense um is nothing to to be raising your voice about and and calling other people names about but it's just something where okay if you are unvaccinated you know then you you shouldn't just be you know just probably you know just wilding out and and, and doing things like, you know, just willy nilly and unprotected, not wearing a mask, not doing nothing. But if you are vaccinated, you know, that it doesn't mean that you, you know, that you treat those that are that are not vaccinated for various reasons um, in a disrespectful way either. So there's got to be love on both sides. <laughs> um, so that that's that. Uh, that's my thing on that, but I mean, yeah, we would we all like to see Kyrie play? Yeah, he's a he's an exceptional talent. He's a generational talent. You're not gonna see, um, you know, like a, a player, a basketball player like Kyrie, um, is is more rare, um, than you know than others. So it, it's it, it's a loss for all those who enjoy watching him play. Um, for the time being, we'll see if he gets the vaccine. We'll, we'll see what happens. But um, as of right now, he he's not playing with the team until he gets vaccinated. So that that could, who knows? There is a scenario where we you know where we don't see Kyrie for for a while, maybe even for a couple of years. Um, you know, because if he said he, there are reports that he said he would retire if if he was traded. So if, if that's true. Then you know who knows we could be seeing the last of Kyrie Irving on a basketball court or playing in the NBA, um, but we'll see how it goes. I don't think it'll come to that, um, but if it does, then we just gotta appreciate what he gave to us uh, when he was out there. And so that's that. I mean, of course, Ben Simmons surprised Philly uh, by uh, showing up, and and it looks like he's gonna try to to um, to to at least. Uh, you know, be with the team until they can work out a trade for him. Because, I mean, again, it's like I, I like what Shannon Sharp said about it. Like, go in, be professional, 
is that you you may not like your situation, but always be professional because you are a professional. Uh, a professional basketball player, be professional. Go in there, do your job, handle your business. You know, be respectful to to others, but you know, make it clear. Hey, you know, I I want to uh, be in a new place at a new team. Uh, so you need to, you know, work that out on your end. But I'm going to do my part and, I'm, you know, I'm still under contract. So I'm going to fulfill my obligations. And so that I think that that's what Ben Simmons can do to help himself. Um, he if, if he wants to help himself, the best thing to do is to come in, be focused and and make an impact, because if he makes an impact. And, and really. um shows out shows some improvement i think teams will start calling like hey what can we offer because the problem with with ben simmons is is that he's he really doesn't have the the interest from other teams and yes he's a great player he's got a lot of he's got a lot of uh like he's a strong defensive player he can run the floor he can pass um, he's got great size. He's strong, you know, and he can get to the basket. His Achilles' heel is he can't shoot. Um, <laughs> so, well, especially three pointers, and that's where the league is right now. Is is making is hitting those threes. So, it's it's something where if he can come come in and show improvement that and show that he can be an impact player, um, and be consistent. Teams will work out a trade for him. Um, there are destinations, but he's got to do his part to make himself look like a good bargaining chip. Because uh, right now, I think if anything, he's hurting his own his own trade value uh, with with his behavior and just with his level of play. I mean, he's got to be committed to his craft, to working on getting better. Um, and shoring up those those weak points. It's like we know what he's strong in, but what what's making other teams I feel like skeptical of pulling the trigger on him is that the 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 points that um that his weak points are still there, and it doesn't look like he's putting up the effort needed to shore those up. And so um and it becomes and it and it would become difficult to um to play him in like playoff situations or tight game situations because of the liability he has from a shooting perspective. So that that's the thing with Ben Simmons. It, he he he's going to have to to uphold his his end of things. He wants out, he's got to show that that he has something that other teams want. And so that that's what he has to do. Now that's the show for today. I was going to talk a little bit of wrestling, uh, but we'll do that for another time. But there are some good events coming up. Uh, probably next show we're going to talk about uh, Crown Jewel uh, that's upcoming. And, and I like what's going on NXT-wise. we got Halloween Havoc coming up, um, and, and the draft just happened. And so we can talk about a couple of those things. I might, you know, So I'm going to allow more time for wrestling. Uh, but... Just a lot going on, a lot going on. But hey, everybody, stay safe, stay close to the Lord. If you don't know uh, Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now is the day, now is the time uh, to accept Him. Uh, you know, Romans ten nine and ten says, you know, if you confess with your mouth um, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, uh, you know that He you know rose from the dead, uh, you know you you will be saved. And and if you if you believe that 
you know, truly, if you if you if you believe it in your heart and you confess that, then then you're saved. The Holy Spirit goes in you and, you know, and you you're connected with the father and, you know, you repent of your sins and you choose to 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 walk with the Lord and and, and walk away from sin um, and no longer, uh, you know, walk in sin and live in sin. Hey, this is it's good. You're a new creature. You know, God, God has saved you. Um, and so you you had you have eternal life uh, if you believe that. So um, that that's the show for today. I love everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, definitely comment, subscribe, uh, support um, anything you can do to help. That, that's awesome. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.